Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 we are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys, your boy Uche, got my boy, it's way too easy, aka the Widow's Peak Bandit, aka Mr. Steal Your Spaghetti. AKA the blunt blacker blow your blom. Mm. What's up? Mm. What up? What up? What up, though? What happened to Michael Gordon? Did you Where know Michael that? Gordon at? I bring it out sometime. Come on. Did, did you know that that's a Detroit slang? What up, though? Of course. I used to hear Jalen Rose say it all the time. And I was just like, okay. Of course. I thought I it was just a Jalen Rose thing. Nah, it's bro. Detroit. What up, though? You, you Why you say it like that, though? What? Say it cool, like you're cool. What up, though? It's what up, though? Does the DMV got any? Uh, what's happening, Slim? Chale. What's up, Slim? Chale, Chale. Hey, what up, Slim? What up, Slim? What up, Mo? What up, Young? Nonetheless, welcome back to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. We don't give a damn where you're from. This is episode 149. 40, I thought it was 43. Uh, no, how? It's, that's impossible. Shout out to the gang. As always, if you're new here, stay a while. If you've been here before, just stay longer. You know, we, we would love to have you, you know, grab a chair, grab a, grab a lawn chair. Hey, listen, we had a very successful episode. So thank you to everybody that, uh, you know, checked out our last episode and uh, enjoyed our conversations or hated our conversations either or. Thank you for tuning in, though, that that we I think that's the biggest thing more than anything else. Uh, we have a jam packed show, but uh, let's go to the church announcements first, man. I think we got some stuff to get off our chest. Uh, Q. What we got on the plate? Check out ratingsgamemusic.com. Yeah. Uh, the best music site on the globe. Yeah. We got reviews for yeah. Reason's new album, which is called uh, Porches. Porches, yep. Uh, no Name's new album called Sundial. Mm. Trippy Red dropped A Love Letter to You 5. Uh, and then we got some singles by Gucci Man. Oh, and then DJ Khaled came out with a single. You know, DJ Khaled's about to drop an album. He came out with a single. Little Baby and Little uh, Baby. Future, right? It's awful. I but, didn't hear it. But check it out. Sounds good to me. Y'all do that. Y'all go over there. Hey, man, you ain't going to talk about the Drake Top 5? Oh, Come yeah. on, man. We talk got, about it. We launched our YouTube uh, 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 channel. Talking about I ain't got so no major got accolades, bro. What you mean? Five. So for, for you guys, we're going to do a Top 5 bi-weekly. We're going to do a Top 5 list of uh whatever you know top five drake albums top five j cole uh songs top five times lil wayne got bodied on songs, songs etc etc we're going to be doing some really fun top five list mm-hmm. there will be a video accompanying these lists and narrated by the great maya white mm-hmm. so shout out to her ratings game music uh superstar that we got so that's the, the big news yeah you're right yeah, man. I'm, good, I'm like, that's stuff. very important. Yo, shout out to the whole team for putting that video. Like Cameron, Maya, even you with the script writing. I was script, just there I to. Some script writing, guys. I was just there to make sure yeah. it didn't blow up. That's yeah, all. That's true. But oh, no, that video is fire, man. I'm just letting you know right now. Check that it, check it out. That could arguably be our best video as a it's whole. It's just like and you know. I think we got the top five list right. Um, now on to some other uh, church announcements. Y'all make sure to get over to the Zero Skips playlist. Streaming exclusively on Spotify. Uh, we have added a couple new songs. More to come, even more. You know, shout out to everybody that's been rocking with the feedback uh, we've been giving to their music. And shout out to everybody who's been reaching out, asking how you can get on the playlist. So if you are on the playlist, 
Y'all make sure to go tap into their music. If you are an artist who wants to get on in the near future, hit us up via email, illadvisedwiseguys at gmail.com, and we will consider your music for the playlist. Yes, sir. Uh, also, I got to mention um, our clips, man. We, it, I really want to stress the fact that we drop some of our best segments from our episodes on YouTube. You can go check out those conversations in full. We just talked about whether Jay-Z was overrated in your top five. We talked about his Cardi B on the clock. Uh, also, what was the best diss record of all time? These are all songs. I'm sorry. These are all topics that are on YouTube right now for you guys to check out. Y'all make sure to go over there and tap in ASAP. Let's get it. Man, this is, uh, is going to be juicy, man. Uh, on this episode, we are going to be talking about the fact that hip hop has turned 50 years of age. But now that we're at this point, is there an album that you would say defines, you know, this half century mark? So many rappers, so many albums that have dropped. But what's the one album you feel stands above every other album that kind of holds the mantle right now for hip hop? I think that's going to be a tough combo. I'm looking forward to your selection because I got a couple I'm still debating at the moment. After that, we're going to talk about the fact that Tory Lanez got 10 years in jail for shooting Megan Thee Stallion. Mm. Man, I know he didn't he didn't see that one coming. Uh, I think he did. <laughs> did he? I don't I don't think he did, bro. Every everything he did moving towards this whole case he ain't see this coming, bro. I don't believe it. And we're going to talk about it though. Did he deserve the 10 years? Did he not? You know, what's the aftermath of all of this? What's the fallout just in general from Tory Lanez getting 10 years in jail? We're going to get into that discussion. But first, we got to talk about the fact that TDE appears to be, shall I say in shambles or spiraling out of control? How you want to define it? I'll leave it up to you. Uh, Why me? Uh, I don't know. You're right Uh, next to me. That's why. How you want to define it? You know, the reason we, we brought this topic up is because if you know... Hopefully, you know, uh, Reason was on the show. She told me that Musa is a, a president of TDE, right? Yeah. And by the way, shout out to Jordan. Jordan, friend of the show. Absolutely. He the one who hit us up in the DM about this story, yeah, too. So yeah, shout out to yeah. you. Don't give you your so props I on guess that. Musa, in a conversation in that podcast circle or whatever, uh, was saying that, you know, can you name 10 Reason songs? So there's long story short. It seems like TDE has tension with Reason. Mm-hmm. They have tension with SZA, Kendrick Lamar left. We don't know why he left. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we'll ever know. But if I were to guess, there was a little bit of tension there. So mm. what's going on in TD? Is it bad business? Is it these artists are just growing and they want to do their own thing? This almost sounds kind of like, you know, some of the stuff people were saying about cash money back then. Huh. Right? With, with Birdman and them. Yeah. So what, 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 if you were to guess, what would you think is going on right now? With, with that TDE label. That's nasty. Hmm. To, for your president to talk about one of the artists that you have like that? Doesn't it seem like every label, every labels and just artists are like, it's like a weird relationship. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it's boss. they're like bosses, but they're also kind of friends and they, they got to be cool enough to vibe on art. And it's like a very like non-traditional type relationship. It just feels like. So I think, by the way, I think cash money was a whole different situation just because mm-hmm. the only thing they were really complaining about was money. Yeah. Like I never heard anybody say anything other than, yo, we're not getting paid. <laughs> uh, you true. didn't give us our money. 
I mean, people the, are complaining about. I believe they're complaining you know what I'm about um, royalties, which is money based. Yeah. That that's it's has money-based. to do with money. Yeah, but yeah. to me, TDE, you don't hear money as yeah. the basis of the friction ever. It's usually related to they can't get their release dates. You know, like them not being able to pick an a, a, a you know a, a solid runway for an album. When will the album come out? It just seems like that camp is extremely picky. Yeah, like that's what I gather. Like. Picky. I gather like the executives and even the artists, they may be very indecisive artists. Yeah. You never know. Like I could, I could see a, somebody like Kendrick or even SZA, you know, getting the, the a case of the, what they call demoitis. You've ever heard that? Demo-itis. You ever heard demoitis? I've not. You've made that up. Yeah, go on Urban Dictionary right now. Demoitis is basically wow. artists who are stuck in demo mode. Like they just keep making songs and they, it's hard for them to pick the one that they believe in mm-hmm. to put out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just see, I, I personally, I think that's what's going on, but I mean, more than anything else, what, what, what happened publicly between reason and Musa, I don't think should ever happen. I just don't think that that should ever occur as the relationship between the president of a label and an artist who's on the roster. I think it's re- kind of ridiculous to call out your artist in that manner. Now, I don't know the whole backstory. Maybe reason gave a reason for yeah. Uh, Musa to kind of go at him like that. I don't know. Maybe. Well, the thing is, I could be wrong. You know, um, it just seemed a little nasty, like the way they were kind of exchanging publicly. I don't think we should have been privy to that. Real talk. I think it goes to the whole respect thing. Yeah. Like, it's how much respect does Musa and uh, Top Dog have for the artist? Mm. It's a question that I think it's an uncomfortable question to ask. But it's a question that I think does need to be asked. And I'm sure the artists have asked. Right. Right. And that's why, you know, I think we had a convo a couple, couple, um, you know, episodes back. And I said, you know, I kind of would prefer my mogul to be an artist. Right. Like mm. Rick Ross, when he's running MMG, you know, like to me, he was. I think he understood the plight of the artist, like the struggles that the person had to to, to go through to bring stuff out you know just the the whole struggle of putting music out the creative the thoughts, end-to-end process the end-to-end process yeah and i think somebody who's actually gone through it you know can relate and be able to understand you know so i think when it comes to labels like that where like you know top dog suge knight you know when he was running death death row mm. uh, it's like how much can that type of management of a label sympathize with the artist. How much respect do those people have for artists in general? Because I do think musicians are are very highly disrespected. I don't think they, do, they are. I don't think musicians get the respect that they deserve. But to be fair, because people don't understand the grind that comes with making. But I'm not gonna lie though. To be fair, I don't. I, I understand why you're saying that. Mm-hmm. But let me use another example. Let's look at sports because you know how sports and rap relate a lot. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't like the argument that people make where they say that you know you have to be a NBA former NBA player to be an executive. Mm-hmm. Some of the best executives have never played a lick of basketball in their life. Yeah. So I, I don't I'm not of the mindset that you have to be a former rapper or you have to be a rapper to be a good executive. I think this is just a matter of like, especially because we see Michael Jordan, he's 100%. arguably one of the arguably worst, worst executives. I mean, he's but, one of the greatest players. You don't have to be a former player to be an executive. So I, I translate that to rap and just music. 
I, do I don't need too, you to be a formal musician. I just need you to understand to, 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 human to, rights and to, just how to move in, to, in business. To you know? evaluate talent. So there's so much, so many roles that execs have. Mm. One of the biggest roles they have is to evaluate talent. And I think they, a lot of times they get it right. If you're not a musician, you can be able to get that part right. Mm. How to evaluate talent and say what's good. Yeah. I think the part that his ex don't get right is the respect part. Think about it. We've all been at jobs, right? Where let's say me, like I work SharePoint, right? And your executive just wants SharePoint to work the way they want to work. They're not going to take the time to figure out how it works. They're not going to take the time to understand the intricacies that go into running a SharePoint platform. This is true. All they do is just going to say, oh, it's not working. You're or you're not worth it. I just want to say, like, at the end of the day, what is the future of TDE? I asked this question to you. Mm -hmm. I kind of want you to answer real quick, but this is more of a broad question because you look at it. Kendrick's gone. Mm -hmm. SZA is on the uh, is 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 on the freaking rise, like globally. We know what she is as an mm -hmm. artist, mm -hmm. but like, who's really next to be the future? Because we hear names like Ray Vaughn. Yeah, we see names like Dochi. We 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 know that uh, uh, Reason is part of TDE. Mm -hmm. We, we, we know the legacy guys like Schoolboy Q, Absol, but like J-Rock, I know I think is about to drop an album uh, soon. Yeah. Is TDE done? Like, are, is their reign as what we knew them to be? Is that joint over? I, what I you think? I wouldn't say it's over. Yeah. Isaiah Rashad, somebody else. That's true. Um, He's another one. You're and right. then they also have Sir, I believe. Right? You're right. Sir's on there. And then they also Zakari. have Zakari, right? Um, I think TDE just may have to pivot. I think R&B. The whole yeah, I think they got to pivot to R&B. Yep. And I think they got to hire some younger talent. I think they got to hire some new talent. Mm. Um but putting your eggs in that schoolboy Q J-Rock cuz let's be real. Can we be real here? Please. This is the Ill-Advised Wise guys. Please. I don't want to I say this respectfully. The appeal of J-Rock schoolboy Q was Kendrick. It was Kendrick. As a tandem. As a t they I mean, complimented. They complimented him. Have soul. They compliment, but Kendrick. Now that Kendrick's gone, and somebody has to be slotted in that number one. Like, dude, win, 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 win. I love that song, but what is that song without Kendrick? What is the idea of an album without Kendrick's influence on there? Like, I, I, I love J Rock, but I need to hear J Rock and Kendrick. <laughs> like, so listen. We're going to get into Reason in a little bit. Pause. But, like, one of his biggest songs is Show Stop on his debut album, which featured Kendrick. Yeah. And it's Show Stop. Yeah. Like, exactly. like, like and it's, it could be brief. It's, it's brief. It's Kendrick's it's brief. whole flavor. It's brief. Sprinkled it's like all into that. Kendrick is that guy. Yeah. And Kendrick, let's be real. Kendrick probably had a high level of creative control at TDE. True. To where he probably okayed certain things and his input was, was taken into account. They need Kendrick. But... I don't know, man. You guys let us know. Uh, what do you think the future of TDE has to hold? Do you think they're done with hip-hop? Should they pivot to R&B? I don't know, man. Listen, let's get to the next topic. Next topic. This one's good, man. I'm going to set this up for you, bro. Alley-oop style. Okay. Right. Um, Uno, Uno reverse. Are people afraid to call lyrical rappers boring? Ah, yes, yes. You know, listen, wherever you want to go with this, I'm down with. Okay. Uh. But I know you felt some type of way about this. Uh, we 
insert name in terms of lyrical rapper yeah. into this combo, but okay. go ahead and set it up, and and, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dunk it. So for the longest, yes, uh, I would always hear this narrative that J Cole's born, right? <laughs> That's the narrative. It's a funny ass narrative. Nas raps over boring beats. Nas raps over boring beats. J Cole's boring, and. You know, as much as people want to say, man, but they're lyrical. Man, they, man, these people, they, 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 man, this, this, this. Can we be honest sometimes? Like, sometimes these rappers are boring. Sometimes the best rappers are boring. Like, it was me that proposed this topic was I was listening to Reason's album. I know, I hate to freaking... <laughs> just your reason is having a just, bad week, ain't he? Your reason, reason, reason having a bad I, week, bro. I, 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 listen, I think Reason's a fantastic rapper. Don't cop, please, bro. Punchlines. We know wrong. what you' about to say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a preface punch, my comments. Preface my comments. Punchlines galore. Yes. Reason's wise lyrics. Um, great beats. Good feel for music, but his tone. It's very dull. It's very monotone. He doesn't do anything melodic. So it's like, it's kind of, his album drags along. But I already know what, not you, but I already know what people are going to be saying. Oh, but it's super lyrical. You just don't respect lyrical. You don't this, this, that. And I'm like, yo, if we're being honest with ourselves, super lyrical can also be super boring, right? Can be. J. Cole has a lot of great songs. And I, I know J. Cole knows this because J. Cole, there was a point in time where J. Cole was, you know, was teetering. Like, I really like Born Center, but Born Center has a lot of boring songs on there. It does. Right? It, does. it has a lot of boring songs it on there. That's his most boring album. J. Cole, you can as tell. A, as a J. Cole he started, guy? He started getting more melodic. Yeah. He started ge- experimenting more with On beats. the next album, he you really know, started that. On the next that. album, he started doing 2014, that. 2014, Forest Hill. And now he's as fun as it gets, right? But... We have to be real with ourselves. A lot of these rappers out here, good, good rappers, but are boring. And I think the first step of recovery is to admit it. <laughs> We've, I, I admit it. I'm, I, this is a confession that I've had for years now. Okay. A lot of lyrical rappers are boring. Are you going to call names or not? I just did. I said reason. You, But you barely <laughs> called them boring. I said, you, I said you, J. Cole. Okay. Okay, so who do I think is boring? Be more blunt. I don't need you. I, okay. Call some names. That, not disrespectfully, but like okay. arguably who you think is boring, you Currency know? Currency is very boring. Currency is a very boring rapper. <laughs> he's fantastic. <laughs> very good. And then the typical person, but y'all don't understand. He's talking <laughs> some next level. He is talking next level. Why is it that is the rebuttal people have? Oh, this person's kind of boring. But no, y'all just don't understand his lyrics. I can understand his lyrics and still think he's boring. Like, True. You're, hey, listen, you know what I mean? you're, listen, here's the, the thing. Shining is a boring movie, hey, bro. but I think it's great. Hey, brother, you're entitled to your own opinion, mm-hmm. just like everybody else is. Uh, I would argue you're right about currency being boring. Um, you know, I would argue you're right about uh, reason being boring. And listen, I'm all about tone. Yeah. I'm, to- I'm, a tone- I'm a delivery tone guy. Like, it's about intrigue. It's about, we, we had a convo off mic about whether Schoolboy Q was boring or not. I argue. I don't think he's boring. I argued he wasn't. I don't think he's boring. I'm saying like there's there's something about personality. Like a lot of these dudes and a lot of, and this is I think the trap that a lot of rappers get caught up in. Mm-hmm. They think that oh because I'm delivering complex rhymes, y'all are gonna appreciate what I bring to the table. When in fact, it's yes that's part of it that we you should people appreciate, but it's also about 
your personality, your delivery, your approach, that has to matter more a lot of times than the lyrics that follow. Because how the hell can you how the hell can you retain somebody's attention if you yeah, if you sure. can't grab it in not, the first you place? Can't grab it. I mean, and there's a there is a slew of artists. And I think that's I want to bring attention to this matter because there Yo, are you sound like this is an epidemic artist. It is an epidemic. There's a slew of artists where I'm just like, dude, I just can't get one of the most lyrical people that I think is not boring. And they did it right. J.I.D. Mm. Super lyrical. He flows for days. He, but he, like he's not yes. boring. He's it's entertaining listening to J.I.D. But like to you. me, I hate to call names. I got a cause. <sighs> Omen, yikes! That's why I think TDE. You know what? I just, I'm gonna say this real quick. TDE is born. They got born rappers, bro. Dreamville, <laughs> like TDE and Dreamville, who most people would literally say are two of the best labels. And I think from a lyrical standpoint, excellent labels. But the two of the most boring labels. Like, give me <sighs> MMG in his prime. That was. A group full of fun ass rappers. I would say Cash give Money. Me cash Money. Give me. I mean, sorry, not Cash Money. Me, sorry, Young Money. Give me Young C- Money, bro. Give me CMC. What Yo Gotti's doing with CMC, where he got Black Youngster, he got um, Money Bag Yo, Money Bag Yo, Glorilla, Mozzie. Um, Mozzie's a big. Mozzie's kind of boring, but I like Mozzie though. I like Mozzie, like but Mozzie kind of boring though. Rap- yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about. Great rapper, but, but see, but boring works. We gotta see, see. Okay, this is last thing I'm gonna say. Boring, boring is not a not bad a thing. Negative. Stop putting boring in a negative. Connotation. I agree, and I think boring that's that's part boring. of the combo. Like I do think that word needs to be yeah. dismantled. Yes, yes. You, you can't make it seem like it's such a damn virus. <laughs> like you make it sound like I need a damn vaccine for boringness. Yeah, yeah. Like it's if somebody want to be a rapper, hell, did you get the did you get the boring vaccine? It's, the, <laughs> it's an acquired taste. How about that? It's an acquired taste that doesn't taste good. Like, okay. Yeah. I am watching a show. I'm sure you know it. 1883. It's a spinoff of Yellowstone. I never mm-hmm. watch shows. I'm like, this is one of the best series I've ever watched, but it's so boring. It moves slowly. It's a lot of talking, not a lot of action, but it's one of the best shows I've ever seen, right? Rap can be the same way. I like that analogy. Reason I like is- that. He's a great rapper, you know. But it moves. His albums move slow. It's sluggish, drags along. That's a good analogy, but bro. You can appreciate it. We do have to start describing rappers the way we describe movies. The yeah. way we describe movies and shows is, yo, hey, did you get to season five? Nah, I couldn't get to it because that shit was too slow. It means it didn't keep your it interest. Keep your interest. It was it. The, the story like didn't move like along that. enough, like a quick like enough that. for you to really like grab that. you. That to me, but that's. That's how we got to start describing rabbit. It doesn't mean the show's trash. I was going to say, when people say that, they just say, they don't disrespect the show. They just say it was was too slow for me. Like, to me, okay, perfect example. Last thing, I swear this is the last thing I'm going to say. The Wire. Wire has about five, six seasons, one of the most iconic shows. The point is this. The Wire starts out with a bang. Season one, season two, amazing. And then season three comes around. They go to the ship docks and the shipyards in Baltimore. You got to really go through that grueling season three, part of season four, before it starts picking back up, yeah. end of season four, season five, season six. Yeah. And then you can come back and say, The Wire as a whole is amazing. Amazing show. But season three moves slow. Moves slow. A lot of people might have fell off the freaking wire wagon in season three. Yeah. yeah. Just because of season three being slow, it'll be negligent to call the show back. Anyway, anyway, let's keep it moving. Next topic, Tory Lanez. 
was finally sentenced. This is this has been a convo in the black community for two years. It was actually put to rest last week. Nobody wants to mention that this convo about Megan, whether or not she's been shot or not, whether or not Tory Lanez is going to go to jail, the men versus women, domestic violence, all this, that whole convo that happened two years ago was put to rest. It's the end of the chapter. Tory Lanez got 10 years in jail. Now, the chapters previous to that had to do with, can you support somebody like Tory Lanez? It's accusations. He's not been found guilty yet. Yada, 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 yada. Me and you were divided on this topic. And and we purposefully did not want to dive deep because he was accused at the time. It was just charges. Mm-hmm. Now that he's convicted, he's doing 10 years in jail. Yep. How do you feel? Well, look, I'll be quick. Love Tory Lane's music. This ain't about music. Yes. Before the verdict, I was giving Tory the benefit of the doubt because I felt like things weren't clear enough to definitively state that this man was guilty. Yes, if you ask me which one was it leaning towards, I may I'll give people the fact that yeah, it leaned that he was guilty. Mm-hmm. But I thought the law was innocent until proven guilty. Well, guess what? He was proven guilty. In the court's eyes, sentenced to 10 years. Do I think he deserved it? I don't know. I don't know if that's even up to me to think he deserved 10 years. But I will say this. Before this trial went on, they offered to get this man a year or two. I think it was actually one year they, the prosecutors offered him. Mm-hmm. One year. Mm-hmm. And, we'll, and we'll let you go. He declined. He took it to trial. It backfired. He never admitted guilt. Not one time. I'm talking about even up to the sentencing. He was still, in my opinion, say. making excuses, For telling, I didn't do talking about, talking about like, post. yo, even if I, I didn't do it, but if I did do it, it's because like I had a bad childhood. My yeah. mom died. Yeah. I got an alcohol problem. Yeah. It's like, bro, yeah. I get it. You, you, you don't want to go to jail. Who the hell does? <laughs> but that's not the time to make excuses. Yeah. At that point, you kind of got to say, fuck it. You Show a little to, mercy. Eat the eat the charge. The like I, I feel like he kind of he tiptoed around this for too long. Even up to the bird. Even until now, he's selling merch talking about free Tory. I saw that. I saw that. You know. Oh you know the it's thing just, that's it so sucks, funny. bro. It sucks. There's two things I'm gonna say. Go ahead. As as human beings, we have the choice to just say nothing. <laughs> like I don't think people understand. Sometimes we forget that. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the court system, you have the choice to literally say nothing. True. Since this case has been going on, I'm talking about since he was charged, he has not stopped saying something. That's your decision. <laughs> Nobody told you to do that. Number one. Number two, you know what's also funny about the court system is that you know when you are convicted of a crime and you're sentenced, that means in their eyes you did it. It doesn't mean... Yes. You are convicted. We think you did it. We highly think you did it. It means you did it to them, right? Mm-hmm. So now he is convicted for attempted murder, and that's going to stay on his his record, which I find interesting. But you know what I'm going to say? What's up? I'm going to say I always thought he did it. I've maintained that from day one. I've heard all kinds of people's opinions, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I kind of buzzed a little bit. I always thought he did it, right? Okay. But I think the biggest thing that needs to be talked about is how we failed Megan Thee Stallion. Mm. We fully failed Megan Thee Stallion as a society, social media, 
And still to this day, we're failing Megan Thee Stallion. I get it. Megan Thee Stallion is very unlikable, right? To several people. I think that's what it comes down to. She's very unlikable. That's what it comes down to. Very unlikable. And you, I think this case, the, the perception of Tory Lanez is completely different if it's not Megan Thee Stallion. But if we go look in retrospect, Megan Thee Stallion said this person did it. She's maintained it. And we try to pick holes in her statements. We try to pick holes in how she moved in the story. Mm. We try to pick holes in every area. Mm. We really failed Megan Thee Stallion. This is perhaps, in my opinion, from a public standpoint, the worst way a victim was treated. By far, in my, <sighs> in my eyes. I mean, yeah. I, I can't and think like, of another. You know, I can't think of another I, case that... That is like even said, remotely I've as always, notorious as this. I've always maintained, whether I said it on the show, whether I said it on my blog post, whether I said it in person, I've always maintained I think Tory Lanez did it. I still feel guilty, but... Why, I, why would you feel guilty? I feel guilty because I apologize. I, I don't think Megan Thee Stallion got the respect she deserved. And I, I think most people deserve, including myself, I apologize to Megan Thee Stallion. Most people... Oh, her and apologize. Go ahead, look look in the camera and like, look. Go ahead, look Stallion, in the camera and apologize. I apologize on behalf of me and all the people. Now, granted, <laughs> do you apologize? Do you apologize for Tory Lanez uh, uh, I, listen, as well? I don't know what happened there. Okay, but I just think that she was the victim, and it was the worst way a victim has been treated, in my opinion, one of the worst. I think Meg. I think Meg does deserve a lot of, um, you know. And a, a lot, a lot of apologies too. So same for me. Like I was wrong. I was dead wrong. And and listen, it's okay to be dead wrong prior it's to okay. the verdict. I mean, like, like, until, like, it's innocent until proven guilty. I stand on that. I I get how it looks. I stand on it. Now, granted, there is a victim here. Meg is the victim, so she should have gotten a lot of mm -hmm. grace in that manner. But my thing is this, bro. Like the silver lining of this whole case to me, and especially the way we're talking about Meg the Stallion, is at the end of the day. There might be something to the statement that a lot of people make. It's a saying where they say it's better to be liked than to be right. Mm. Because mm. Meg was right, apparently, mm -hmm. this whole time. Mm -hmm. But she wasn't liked like that mm -hmm. in the media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that, to me, is the reason why a lot of people flipped on her and they didn't support her. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what's crazy is... I don't understand why it's like that. Why do we do that to to, to people? But I, I think do think I'm telling you, I think it has to do with people would rather be, I think moving forward, not us, but like I think in general, mm -hmm. people should kind of look at their reputation and, and see like, I yo, it's a, it's, what that that might have something to do why you might be not you might I not be supported if something does I go down. More than anything, the I, I hate to get deep and political and it's uh a a a microcosm of the relationship between men and women right now. I think mm. it's, it's at one of his worst. I think we don't respect each other. Like, and I think that that whole Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion thing, even women actually, <laughs> we're going against Megan because it's like, I think there's that tension there between respect of a man for a woman and vice versa. And, you know, essentially just understanding the plight of which both groups have to go through. Mm. But that's deep. I don't know, bro. That's a that's a convo, a deep dive for another day. I'm gonna be honest. With you. Next topic. Yeah. Hip hop just turned fifty. 
Hmm. This month, it just turned 50. And as you know, hip hop spans from the 70s to now. And you had so many different eras. The MC Shamma Shams. <laughs> the <laughs> Melly Mel's. The, the Melly Mel's. The Philly Fells. <laughs> the Della Dells. Um, you know, from them to LL Cool J to Snoop Dogg to West Coast to East Coast to Canada. Hip hop has, you know, had a very extensive and bold history so far. Yeah. So aliens, you heard that they found aliens, right? One of the aliens came down to this earth, right? Yeah. And said, I need to write a paper. I know nothing about hip hop culture. I know nothing about American culture. Mm. I need to write a paper right now. And, and if there is one album that you can give me that can accurately describe hip hop, we're talking hip hop from the 90s, 70s, 80s, 2000s. Put it in one album to describe it. Mm. What would it be? I have one day to turn this paper. Mm. What album would that be? When I heard this question, my mind, my mind went racing. I said to myself, I've never heard a question like this. Amazing question. And so it was so good. I told them I don't even care about getting a shape up. <laughs> Forget this, the side shape up. Yeah, listen. And, and, and so my mind was racing and I, and, I, and, I, and I pondered for so long and I said, you know what? Mm. Shout out to every era. Let's be first and yes. foremost. Shout out to all the legends out there. Hip hop 50 is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. I don't yes. care how much people like to, tri they want to trivialize this. Yes, Although people are giving props to hip hop in yes. a major way. I do think that's important. I named on, I, I landed on one album. Mm. One album, okay. Stankonia by Outkast. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Stankonia wait, by Outkast, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Stankonia by Outkast. That's Outcast. what one of the barbers said. Is that really? He said Outkast. Yo, listen. He said Yo, li listen to me. Listen to me Whoa. very. Listen to me very clearly. With that album coming out in the year 2000, we gotta think about it. Yeah. This is hip hop 50. Mm -hmm. We're in 2023. Yeah. That means that the halfway point of hip hop was technically in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Outkast came out at a time where southern rap wasn't even respected lyrically mm -hmm. on the grand scheme of things. Came on the map, shook shit up, dropped Stankonia only for Atlanta and southern rap in as a whole to get the respect and I would argue while originally New York City was the mecca is the mecca because that's where it started. Mm -hmm. Atlanta is where hip hop flourished. Mm. Atlanta is where it flourished and went global mm. from a soundscape standpoint. We talking trap, the the future's connection with Dungeon Family, Dungeon Family's connection with Outkast, Killer Mike, that whole bro. I'm telling you, it's not crazy. I believe it's Stankonia for everything that they've done. Shout out to Outkast. So, 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 yeah. So, so give us a, give us a brief. What songs were on Stankonia? Uh, Sorry, Miss Jackson. Every song. Ooh. We got So Fresh, So Clean, Miss Jackson. Ooh. There's a bunch of randoms, too, that a lot of people don't know. Like, I really like uh, Kim and Cookie. This is an interlude that mm -hmm. flows into one yeah. of the other joints that they got. Yeah. Uh, but to me, those were the biggest songs they had on, on there. Sorry, Miss Jackson and, okay. and, and So Fresh, So Clean. I mean, those huge, huge songs, bro. Sorry, I gotta say, I got to say it's them, Ooh. man. It doesn't, mean it, has to, it doesn't mean it's the best. You know what I mean? There's a difference between a best. We're talking about influential. We're talking Correct. about... Who from young to old can respect? So I think it's a good representation of hip hop that the that the old and the and the young can, can respect. I really believe that reputation, right? So 
before I say my selection. Okay. I think my selection is the, the one. But oh, um, I, there's no way you get, there's no way you get you gonna get better than me. The blueprint was one that I thought was a good one. Um, Jay Z. Okay. I thought just high level rapping, et cetera, et cetera. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm. About that. I mean, she raps a little bit on it, a lot of singing, but I think that's a good representation. But none of them beat this one, brother. The college dropout. Ooh, by Kanye West. Ooh, okay. You give okay those aliens the college dropout. Okay, they're acing that damn test. Okay, think about what the college dropout did for hip hop. Number one, mm. it okay book back rap it was still super lyrical still had the jay-z's of the world but then it also had the most deaths of the world definitely it also had the 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 you know people like lupe fiasco uh, um it had freeway the gutter and then kanye just always has had this ability to tap in with the south like he's not necessarily making southern music yeah but he has a way to tap in two semblances of that sound hmm. and then you think about through the wire through the wire uh to me one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time what it meant how raw it was how introspective it was hmm. the stories you know the fact that it was real it's what really happened to him yeah the underdog feel the underdog story and then you're talking about um what it did for the future there was futuristic elements on that album that I thought people appreciated after it was done. Like the college dropout to me is the epitome of a hip hop album that everybody from young to old, even in the middle can understand and respect and understand the impact Mm. it had overall. So clearly the college dropout to me. I think that's a good one. I don't know if it's better than Stay Coney. I'm be yeah, honest. Not better. I, I'm not I, better representation. All, better representation. So fresh and so clean. Yeah, but Miss Jackson I, I is Miss Jackson is easily a top ten hip hop record of all time. Easily. Miss ja- iconic. Through the, is, through the wire is a top ten hip hop record. It's not. It's, it all falls hey, down. Hey, all, all I know is this. It's through the wire. Miss Jackson is. Why you keep giving? I understand the South. Yeah. Yes, the South is great. Yes. Why you keep? Why you keep giving the South more credit? Like you're like, oh, because it's it's in the South. Yeah, we understand that. But why keep giving the South more credit? Yeah. Like you. Like I feel like I understand the South is important and the South sound is very important. Yeah. But so are the other sounds like book bag rap. What Kanye was able to do. That's not a sound though. it's book book by is not a sound. sound. It's a sound. No, that's a style. That's like culture. It's a style. Okay, fine. Now I'm nitpicking because you just you you trying to nitpick on me. Go ahead. So, right? Okay, the South is not a sound. That's a place. No, <laughs> no, there is no. Oh, oh, is it, is it okay? There's a southern okay. sound though. There is a, a southern, southern sound. sound. Like there's that's, a book bag sound. There's a way that when people rap, when you say book bag rap, uh-huh. it has a certain sound, doesn't it? No, okay. it's not the. It's more the lyrics to me. If you ask, but but keep going, keep going. I feel like as much as the South should be weighed into it, yeah, I get it, understand. Mm-hmm. But like the impact of the South, I think is just naturally, is just naturally always going to be in the music, regardless. The impact of the South is always going to be in New York music, Chicago music, all that stuff. It's just automatically there. That's how great. Like it's almost like trap. Mm-hmm. Trap vibes are in every single song we hear these days. Okay. So the South 
there is a sound in Kanye West college dropout that is a southern sound in there. So which th- is to the point that I'm making okay. because college dropout came out after yeah, but I'm Outcast. Saying, I'm saying I'm saying like the the again we talking about sounds wise. If, well, you you you're saying, ta- you're having a different you're combo. Saying, you're saying the but, impact, right? I'm saying yes. Outcast was important for hip hop. It was important. Stankonia is important, and establishing that South sounds important. Yes, but I'm saying a body of work that embodies every era of hip hop or close to every era of hip hop that every era of hip hop can appreciate. Um, so when you take into consideration that, I think that college dropout from young to old, every single type of person should appreciate the college. Dropout. Nah, I, I, I argue the opposite because look at the, the, the retro, it's an underdog story, bro. Brother, look at the he has a song brother. Called, hey mama. No, but here's the thing. Look at the retro feel that, aesthetically and musically big boy and andre 3000 brought to the table that the people in the 70s will appreciate and then they were rapping on some rapidly rap book pack at that time type style that the new school still listen you can bro throw that album on right now and i guarantee you you will argue that you would throw their lyrics on a new trap beat and it would fit right in. You gotta give props where it's due. That's like, that's how I, I look like, at it. Listen, I like Miss Jackson, but so fresh and so clean's okay. Like let's just, let's not act like so fresh and so clean was the greatest that was, hip-hop song. That of was all QD time. from I, Ratings so fresh Game and so Music. Good. I'm kidding. Let's keep it pushing, man. Uh I I wanna I wanna listen, speaking of albums, this topic here, um, you know, what's the best debut album of all time? Whoa! Yeah. Come on, it's thriller. Stop or or or, or how about you know what this I want to have this thriller. Combo. No, stop. Get off Michael Jackson's Johnson, okay? For one second. <laughs> Real talk though. Uh 50 Cent's on he's on tour and he brought out J. Cole recently. And J. Cole was on stage and J. Cole says something that sparked this for me. J. Cole was like, yo, shout out to 50 Cent for having the best rap album. He actually said album, but I think he was talking about rap. Yeah. Album of all time. And then he went as far to say. Shout out to Michael Jackson with Thriller, but it's better than that. Okay. And it made me go, wait a second. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. Now I got to. Now, now. What's J. Cole's? Hold send on. Send me J. Cole's Addy. <laughs> send me the Addy. <laughs> send me the Addy. <laughs> no, real talk, though. And it made me say, listen, I, I respect 50 Cent's whole, the way it came album, into man. the freaking game. But, like, my, my dude, the best of all time. Nonetheless, F what J. Cole said. Talk to me. I want to talk about. If you don't want to talk about what's the best debut, let's just throw some out there. What are some easily, of the best? Easily. What are some of the best debuts of all time? The, some of the. Because we had this combo too. I'm talking about Barbershop. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we used to just do the show from the Barbershop. <laughs> right? And they said, what is the best hip-hop album of all time? Yeah. And um, I said Illmatic. Ooh. I was like, Nas Illmatic to me is as close to flawless. Like, if you go and look at that album track listing, I don't think there's a song that's not five stars. Like, Every single one is five, five, five. But here's five, the thing: five. you say Nas, and I, listen, I got a Stillmatic shirt on. I'm, I, I love Stillmatic, by the way. Okay. People don't put respect on Stillmatic, I rightfully don't. so. Yeah, I don't. I understand why. I like it, but nonetheless, you say Nas Illmatic. Mm-hmm. I raise you, Biggie, Ready to Die. I love Ready to Die. I that ready might to be a better debut. I think in the grand die, scheme of things, but I think yeah, yeah, no, Ready to Impact. Die, I, ready to Die is an excellent A, A plus. Yeah. Album. Um, I just think Illmatic from a standpoint of just a flawless body of work 
So if you're talking about using the word flawless, I mean, however you just like, yo, bro, from start to finish, like this is literally just like, just all just flawless, like Mm -hmm. start to finish. Biggie, there's some songs on Ready to Die that I don't know how much people connect with suicide, uh, suicide, uh, what's it called? Suicide Note, I think it's called. Um, I don't know how much people connect with uh, uh, Give Me One More Chance. There's a song with Lil' Kim that's on there. And, and this is me nitpicking, impact, by the way. Impact, I'm though. saying A. But see, but but Illmatic, right. I think, from start to finish, is just like, just the epitome of a flawless hip-hop album. You know my only, but, pro- you know my only problem, and this is super nit- We're on nitpicking yes, mode, by nitpicking. the way. One of my biggest problems with Illmatic of all time was... <laughs> It's boring. No, that wasn't where I was I going. I won't say it's boring. No, I no, actually was going to say it was right, too right. short. No, it was it like nine short. songs. Like nine songs, yeah, yeah. But it was a flawless. It was. I got some other ones on the mix. I wrote this shit down. You talked about one earlier. I actually talked about two earlier. Yeah. Kanye West, bro. You just talked about landing Kanye? people, landing aliens yeah. on a damn planet, yeah. Earth, and what's yeah. hip-hop album would you get? The College Dropout oh, 100% oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. is oh, one of the best debuts of all time. But it has to be. To me, the best is Lauren Hill. The She's the other one I would throw in here. My God, that, that debut, and it lived up. See, Illmatic <sighs> aged well. Cool. The College Dropout was great, but I think it started to age. People understood how great Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill was from the start. Grammy wins, multiple Grammy wins. Facts, you know. And Facts. So miseducation, but you know, let's. You know, we we all in the nineteen nineties and eighties. I got some. I got some new ones. Cardi B. That's one of the best debuts. I got that. I got that written on my the, notepad. The mil, I got. I, I got that written on my notepad. My G. Cardi B. I throw another one in. Kendrick Lamar. Don't give me. Don't give me. Okay, uh, so here we go. The other one out. that's not a I damn. I cussed out because I said section eighties. I don't an care. Mother sucker said, "Yeah, I clearly look at section. It's not hey, an hey, album. Hey guys, it's not. Hey guys, it's not his debut. Section eighty. It's a great Didn't album. Did I say that? It's not no. a debut. Did I'm sorry. I say that I'm sorry. No. I said this. You guys cussed me out. I didn't say a so, word to you. Right. You know who had a great one? Dr. Dre. Missy Elliott, Super Duper Fly. That's yeah, not new. It was fine. It was okay. That shit was incredible. Okay. Are you freaking kidding? Okay. All right. For F that. Uh, Chronic? Bro, SZA Control. What? Was that her debut? Yes. Album? Debut album. Again, she's. Okay. You know, you, oh, I got it. I'm just. Dang, I, got, I got them all top. Who you got? Frank Ocean. Channel oh, Orange. Oh, hell yeah. Frank, Frank Ocean, Ocean, Channel Orange, bro. Frank Ocean. Come on now. Fire. Uh, damn, that's a I classic. Like we're missing Yo. one. Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. Obviously. Lupe. Uh, Lu- oh, the food cool. And liquor. I'm sorry. Uh, food and liquor. Food and liquor. But, but you know the thing that sucks. Yeah. The cool was better than food and liquor. But the we cool ain't here for that though. Listen, but nobody's saying that uh, they didn't trump their discography. Oh we're talking God, about oh. debut. Are we not going to mention Fifty Cent? Food and liquor. Get Richard Dot Trying. Get Richard Dot Trying is great. Come on. You know it's kind of crazy how you know we didn't name some big artists who didn't have great debuts like Drake. I thought Drake's Thank Me Later. I hate. <laughs> I hate Thank Me Later. I hate that. I, I, I love this rapper, but I don't like the debut. I'm not a fan of J. Cole's debut. Oh, Side Line Story. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I'm not a fan like of it. it. I, it's a There's good, some good joints on there. It's a good There's some album, good joints on there. Like I'm not a fan that of it. That makes sense. Cole, Beyonce's Side debut story. album was just oh, not God. great. What about Kid Cudi? Kid Cudi, what, what was he? Uh, Man on the Moon? I don't think it was a great album. That, I, I, I connected with it. That was a great debut, though. It was. It was a good one. It was. I think it was a good one. I connected with it. But I, I didn't think it was great. Who in the new school, new school, has dropped a bet? The one oh, of the best. Come on. Oh, come what? on. We Throw some names. Throw some names. Young Jeezy. Freaking oh. 101 Thought Motivation. Oh like, that God. is a 
classic debut. Oh man, it, it's hard because these we're talking about debut album. Debut. We're not talking about debut mixtapes. Yeah, I know. Because we, th- we would have to throw in uh, So Far Gone Drake. I can't. We have to throw in So Far Gone Drake. We, I can't. I would name even. The block is high. Brother, I would, I, I would argue. I would argue with you. If you want that Trapper Die, Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop It's on the same level as Thug Motivation 101. I'm serious. Hey, get out now. I'm just letting you know, bro. Get out. The people know what I'm talking about. Right. Which young jit had a phenomenal debut album. Corday had a Jit. very good debut album, though. Okay. I thought it was okay. No, that shit was... I, listen, I'm a, I be slandering Corday <laughs> on do, the regular. Do, I like his raps sometimes, but do. like I do think his debut oh, album was great. XX Tentacion's debut album... Uh, 17. 17. And with that, guys, we've reached the end of the episode. <laughs> Drop your comments <laughs> in the damn uh, comment section. What's your favorite debut of all time? Or drop your favorite, you know, your favorite couple, I guess. We reached in this episode, bro. You got anything left left you want to say? Goodbye, good riddance by Juice World. That was a pretty decent one. That was a pretty good one. That was a really good one, actually. That was a good one. A lot of people didn't like that though. They gave him his props after he died. I I was I was a fan of that joint. Real talk. That was a phenomenal debut. All right. Anyway, uh, as always. If you're giving advice, just make sure it's ill. Yes, sir. Bow!